Hello, Wednesday, May 12th, 2021. Big show, Ty. Massive show today. John Coon. Ian Rappaport. <laughs> AJ Hawk and the boys. We can't thank you enough for spending time with us. If by the end of this thing you like it, please be a friend. Tell a friend. If not, just act like it never, ever happened, right? Yep. See ya. See you later. We'll see you on the other side of this thing. <laughs> Uh, there it is. Here we go. What a day. Wednesday, May 12th, 2021 is tonight. The NFL schedule will be officially released. Yeah. Although the internet has found a lot of games, which have already been leaked out from the schedule release. We'll go through a lot of those. Obviously, the big one is Tampa Bay and the Dallas Cowboys will kick off the season on September 9th in Tampa Bay, Florida. Uh, Tom Brady is a six-point favorite in that game against Dak Prescott in the Dallas Cowboys. I will be hammering with the biggest hammer I have. I wish I had two more hands so I could swing four of these motherfucking hammers. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, September 9th on Thursday, minus six. I think it's going to be an awesome game. I love the Dak's coming back. I like that we see Zeke in the star-studded cast of the Dallas Cowboys. But let's all remember... That if Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are playing anywhere near how they were playing at the end of last year, which let's assume they won't. Let's assume it will be towards the end of the regular season last year, though. That team is nowhere near its peak. We have seen nothing of what they'll be able to become, I believe. They're probably going to win that thing by three scores. But that is what schedule release day is all about. Looking ahead, knowing that football season is right around the corner. And although we're sitting in a drought filled with sports that maybe it's tough to care about every single day, football season's right around the corner. Stadiums are going to be filled. Rivalries will be reignited with a showcase game for the Week 17 game where teams that don't normally play against each other will be playing against each other. Two trips to London. There's a couple Thanksgiving games per normal, but... Christmas is going to be electrifying with the Browns and the Packers playing. I mean, there's a lot to look forward to, and football's right around the corner. To join us in the first hour of the Hammer, Don Boys at Bubba Gumpino, at Tone Diggs, uh, the COVID Cowboy, Mm -hmm. Boston Connor, Ty Schmidt in here, all the boys in the back. Appreciate the hell out of everybody for joining us here on SiriusXM, Channel 82, Mad Dog Sports Radio, and YouTube.com forward slash The Pat McAfee Show. Before we get into the NFL schedule, and I know the Hammer, Don Boys, uh, have some, I would assume, early predictions oh, yeah. on why lines are being favored in certain fashions. There's The Colts are favored by two mm-hmm. at home against the Seahawks opening week. Fascinating to me. That means they must think Carson Wentz is going to be a guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because if he's not going to be a guy, let's assume Russell Wilson potentially can win any game, especially early in the season. Remember last year, early in the season last year, Russell Wilson was the MVP. That's right. He had everybody's vote first week, second week, third week. That team got hot. You know, Pete Carroll chewing gum there compete now allegedly behind the scenes there was potential you know a war happened mm-hmm. they got past it they're back the Colts are favored by two the sports books must know something we don't know but before we get to that and more thoughts like that and that's why you know even though schedule release uh meant nothing to me for a long time sure that's right when I was in the league I mean it meant something 
when are we going to the cold-ass cities? Mm -hmm. When do I have to punt in a wind tunnel if we're going to Pittsburgh or Cleveland or Buffalo or something? Anywhere. And also, on the flip side, when are we in some domes? Hey, when are we we in domes late? That'd be cool. But but then immediately after that, it's like, okay, I don't really care. Let's go ahead and move along. When is the bye? That is definitely something. But after that, let's move on. Right now, for us, it really does feel like a nice little, you know, like, hey, Football, like the draft, it was like, free agency happens. It's like, okay, yeah, here new, we go. new year. All right. Then the draft happens. Yeah. It's like, okay, still oh. very early. Mm-hmm. Then it's like schedule release. It's like, wait a minute. A and then there's allegedly there's going to be some, um, now this might be some sort of breaking news. Um, I think teams and players from teams are trying to figure out how to make the OTA thing work. Mm-hmm. What do we have to do? to bring you guys back in the building. Because yeah. we don't think, and I would assume this is this is just from my sources, three of them. Okay. Ooh. I was gonna say two from one particular, one from another bucket of people, but three particular sources told me that teams are potentially talking to their players, asking them, hey, how do we, what do we need to do? So the teams, and this is fascinating because I think this is how the United States of America is supposed to work. Okay. Oh. Okay. So the United States of America, it, and now we all know I read books. All of them. Ton of them. All of them. Everyone you had to. I believe the United States of America is supposed to work as, like, hey, there's federal regulations, obviously, but each state, I, I think at the beginning, was supposed to operate as its own, like, country almost. Okay. Mm-hmm. You run your own shit, and then there, there's federal shit that you guys can't do. Now, it feels like there's a lot more federal stuff that happens before the states do stuff. And then there's individual stuff like the sports gambling, the right. recreational marijuana. You're kind of seeing that. But I feel like that's how it's supposed to be. It feels like that's potentially what teams and teams players are thinking about doing. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, we are in this... Obvious big umbrella, NFL, PA, NFL, that's a massive umbrella. But within here, how can we make this work? What do we need to do? Because we might be able to do something for our building that you guys feel is makes it safe enough for to come back in that other buildings maybe don't want to do or mm-hmm. won't do. We want to do. I feel like that is happening with some teams. So I think we'll hear some updates maybe from players or teams within the next couple weeks. Okay, so I think that will be something you will hear where maybe they'll be adjusted somehow to make some things happen. I'm not sure you'll see an overarching like, hey, this is what we agreed upon for the NFL and the NFLPA, but I think you will potentially hear about segments, which we did start to hear a little bit with the players. There was like 10 teams or 15 teams or 20 teams or however many teams it was. I think you're going to start hearing that happen around. But aside from that, I mean, it, once that happens, it's like, okay, we are in the season. We're, we're off. Here we go. We're back in it. There's a lot of things to look forward to, but right now we're in the dead time. So what are we watching yeah. at night? Charlie and Chocolate Factory. Ooh. Oh, really? Oh, is that right? What yeah. a classic. How was it? First time watching it. Um, so I didn't know if it was my first time watching it or not when the movie started. But I had seen the Johnny Depp one. Sure. So I saw the Johnny Depp one, and I get it. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. I, mean, I always got it. I always understood the conversation. I, I had not seen this Gene Wilder one. Oh, gee. Oh. I'll tell you what. My wife, uh, you know, wanted to watch it or whatever. You know, she she enjoys, I think, whenever she finds out that I've missed a, a pretty normal moment of everybody else's kind of uh, life or whatever. Mm-hmm. She enjoys it. She kind of mocks me, but, sure. but she does enjoy <laughs> watching me. That's a creepy fucking movie, dude. Whoa. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's a creepy movie. Hey, there's a lot of... How so? How about, how about the guy with... I mean, no spoilers, right? No, about, it's all right. He came out in 1982. <laughs> no spoilers. <laughs> the, the Scar guy? Yeah, with you know, who, who slides in and like grabs the child and whispers in the ear and everything like yeah. that? 
Could you imagine that happening live on the news? Like right now, that'd be like the weirdest thing. Well, get that fucking Scarface Who guy out of the kids. They put a bullet in that Why was? And then it's every single time. Then I mean, I mean, I don't want to get right to it, but I mean, arguably the biggest bum in in the history of bums, fucking Grandpa Jeff. Yeah, man. And that's not like George slide either. I mean, his ass has been in Georgina and Mm -hmm. Joe and Josephine or whatever. They've been in a bed for 20 fucking years. And then all of a sudden, hey, fresh as a day. And and I listened to Jim Rome go off on it here this morning. Ty introduced me to the Jim Rome. (laughs) Jim Rome really paints a beautiful picture. That guy may be being the worst human of all time. And I, I enjoyed that he was an optimist. You know, he was the only one that was telling Charlie there, like, hey, you have the same amount of chance of winning as everybody else. Now, that was that was a fucking bold-faced lie from the bum that is Grandpa Joe because yeah, there, was, there was families buying all the fucking boxes. Yeah, it was an entire chocolate store. Yeah. By the way, listen, we're probably going to do some sort of golden ticket type of thing. Oh, oh that was a great oh, idea. I mean, <laughs> it's I mean, a great idea. That it's all, never all not we, worked. All we have to hope is that there's one kid who has a uber rich parent mm-hmm. that just buys all of our stock. Yep. Yeah. There was a lady whose husband was getting kidnapped and he was being held hostage. Mm-hmm. If she gave up her box of Willy Wonka chocolate bars, they would let him go. She said no. Can't oh, do it. No way. I mean, what a brilliant marketing. But anyways, he was positive with Charlie. Yeah. He was the only one in Charlie's life that was positive with him. By the way, Charlie seemed like a real go-getter, that kid. He was. Yeah. Fucking humble, working his ass off. Yeah. I love that Charlie kid, okay? I, I wish I wish there was more Charlies out there. But with that being said, the mom negative as fuck. Oh, but man, it makes well, sense because she's working. Exactly. I mean, she's been beat down for years now. Yeah. She's taking care of this sack of shit, Grandpa Joe, and the other ones who kind of just get off the hook. I mean, yeah, because Grandpa Joe's doing a dance, and the shanty looks a lot smaller than whenever they get up to. I got the golden ticket. It was massive because they were doing a full on. Oh, oh yeah, Charlie dancing into the jacket, the whole Happy thing. Dance. But that was just seconds after. I, it was being sold that he was a paraplegic, right? Like, yeah, uh, pretty much. Yeah. 20 Hasn't years. been out of bed in 20 years. Yeah. Just a lot of questions. I understand that it survived and it made another one, but Let's I got a lot of questions. Charlie off the hook either. I mean, what a scumbag. You know, you got your th- four grandparents laying there. He's like, yeah, you know what? I think I'll take Grandpa Joe. I mean, those other three. Grandpa Joe was the only one telling him he had a chance to win, though. And they were talking to well, him. The other three, what, they were just logs. They were just lost. Yeah, can the other three even walk? You know, Grandpa Joe can. Well, if, he, we if, if Charlie would have been like, hey, show me a little excitement and maybe yeah. I'll fucking take you with me. I mean, Grandpa Joe. What do you want? You want to make you want to make Charlie make them do song and dance? He should have took his mom, though. He should have. Yeah, Charlie really. should have took his mom, even though his mom very, very negative. Also, <laughs> c- could his mom get off work because nobody could cover her shift? How about all the stains on fucking Grandpa Joe's thing, too? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's a slop. <laughs> Mrs. Math. I can only imagine and, what that house smelled like. Oh, oh Jesus. Jesus. Just mothballs. balls. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> mothballs, real ball. Like, everything <laughs> would be so bad. Anyways, that movie, I, I get it. I got it. Good story. All right, do your thing. Creepy. I thought it was creepy. I don't know what <laughs> you guys are doing back there. And watching it now with all our technology is, mm-hmm. I don't know how you guys felt for any of that shit being real. Okay. Well, it was cool. The Oompa Loompas, too. I mean, they they don't get enough credit to well, begin they, with. They were being eaten and killed in, in their country. That oh, is why. That's right. They got saved. Yeah, they got saved by Mr. Wonka there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know Cocoa I mean? beans. Yeah, Mr. Wonka. He's a showman. I mean, hey, you got to give him that. How about him limping? Yeah, at the start yeah. of the rolls. <laughs> oh. I mean, yeah, come on. All right. How about the boat? And it just it turns into an acid trip. 
Yeah, so... Pretty cool. So that thing wasn't moving at all, right? <laughs> and then uh, how about when they... Um, how about when they come out of that door and then the hallway gets smaller? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then he, he punches in a little song. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And it opens the whole thing. And then they open the door. And I like the fact that they tried to show the door that they had come out of the Wonka elevator or whatever, or the, the elevator. But it was like obviously a tiny little shitty set that they couldn't fit everybody into. The whole. I just, incredible acting, mm-hmm. okay? Enjoyed the movie. Thought it was creepy. Don't know what the hype's all about. Still to this day. Don't know what the hype's Chocolate all about. Chocolate Factory. I mean, well, we were, were six. What's that? We were six. Yeah, but I heard you guys <laughs> yeah. talking about it. You know, and everybody was all jacked so up. So you're processing this movie with the mind of a highly intellectual 35-year-old man, 34-year-old man. 34-year-old man. We were six. Yeah. Well, I'm just telling you, as situations are situational. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. I remember hearing what you guys said about all these movies that I've watched now for the first time as an adult. They all stink, except for... Fast and Furious. No, well, Correct. all right. That's the, true. DV, I didn't make it to the fact of learning that that was DVDs. In yeah, the back of that hey, you got to start somewhere. I thought it was Will Smith uh, absolutely crushed it as the genie in the, uh, the Aladdin. Aladdin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was an absolute... Work of art. Just an absolute astonishing performance. Uh, no I, one saw it. Nobody cared. Everyone still knows Robin Williams, the best genie of all time. That's by true. Way, by the way, he was. Mm-hmm. He was. Anyway, so let's get some. What did you think about Augustus Gloop? So that kid, you know, <laughs> fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> fascinating. He was inhaling food, that kid. Oh, oh man. man. I, you know, in, I don't know how he held it. He appeared to be out of shape. Yeah, he's oh, he's fat. Yeah, yeah, he's BFS. Well, yeah. that's what I'm saying. But, he's a fat But there's been some some interesting bodies that have been great athletes and in shape and stuff. How do you hold his breath that long? Kid couldn't even breathe while he was eating his donut. How do you hold his breath? Big lungs. Huh? Big lungs. No, no way. No way. Because you got to have big lungs by like exercise. Like you, they don't just happen. Like well, you don't he just inhales eat, food. It, it fucking. Oh, you lungs. think like the donuts? He go holds in his there. breath and fucking starts munching. Anyways, he would know. if he did, fi- oh, gum. Holy terrible shit. Person. Gum. Terrible person. Gum. Put the saw away. What about, I thought, I thought Canada was supposed to be a nice country. So did I. Yeah, me it's, too. That, that I thought was, he was, the way he was explaining it, it was like he knew that's what I was saying. Uh, okay. That guy's not Canadian. That guy, we, are, we all know at this yeah. point. Anyways. I would have took competitive eater. But I didn't think Augustus was going to survive. I thought we saw a dead kid in a river right there. I, I, I thought, yeah. I was like, oh my God, they're killing him. And then he popped up in a tube. And I was like, okay, how's this? And then they launch him. Yep. How about them bursting through the, 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 top, the top of the, of the chocolate And factory. just floating around in the Wonkavator. Yeah, pretty yeah. awesome. Pretty awesome. How, yeah. about the, how about those geese? Go on. The geese? The golden eggs. Oh, oh. she wants them all. She wants all the golden eggs out there. I won't get how much for a golden goose. Well, you know what? You lose. <laughs> Hold yeah. on. You get nothing. Yeah. You lose. Yeah. Good, Good day, day, sir. Yeah. I did not know that's where that came oh, from. Yeah. I had heard that. Yeah. I had heard that so much on sports radio. Yep. I've heard that on shows, on everything. I've heard that so many times. Whenever he had his half office where everything was cut in half. Come what on. What the fuck is going on? Incredible. Okay, maybe. Yeah, so you, he goes over and he starts impassionately doing that entire, you get nothing. Mm-hmm. You lose. Good day, sir. I was like, oh my. I actually, that's where this came from. And mm-hmm. then the follow-up. He, he hits another thing in there in the same like tone or whatever. I was like, Phew. Legendary movie. Yeah. That, that was a pretty good scene. Yeah. Lunch off too. Yeah. yeah, the ever everlasting 
You get yeah, did not know that's where it came from. You were like yeah. that Leo meme pointing at the TV. <laughs> I've seen this. I've heard this. Anyways, uh, let's get to the schedule. All right, it was leaked last night and this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did potentially know the schedule. You did? No, because the the video that I saw, that I seen, had the Colts with uh, Houston Texans opening opening day. Huh. Okay. It's actually them playing the Seahawks. So so I was wrong. My which I'm happy we didn't just run with my <laughs> sure, shit. Yeah, sure. I'm happy we did have reconsideration. But all these things have gotten out there, and I think everybody's immediate thought is how are we gambling on it, how are we making yes. money. Hammer Don boys in here in the first hour to discuss this uh, perfectly. We'll start with COVID Cowboy Tone Diggs. Your thoughts on the early lines. Tampa Bay minus six to lead off the NFL season on September 9th against Dallas. It started at six and a half. It is now down to minus six. So that means people are hammering Dallas. Is uh-huh. that what that means? And what are your thoughts on some of the other lines? Uh, that one's it's a big one. The one that I immediately took was Browns plus five and a half at Kansas City. Uh, okay. Three and is six. Is that opening week? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Browns Chiefs opening week. Yeah. That's going to be let's fucking go. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, let's go NFL. Super Bowl losers are three and sixteen ATS in week one, and I think the Browns are really good. The Chiefs are dealing with a new O line, so I think it may take them a little bit to figure that out. So let me take let me get the Browns plus five and a half week one. I like that bet as well. Also because the Chiefs, um, they'll win. Okay, that's what the Chiefs do. Right. Chiefs will win the game, but last year we all lost. And by we, I mean me. Yes. I lost a lot of money on the Kansas City Chiefs because you thought about them from the year previously in the playoffs where they were down 21-3. Mm-hmm. They were down, what, uh, 17-3. Uh, they had, what, a 10, a 20-point comeback and yeah, everything like yeah. that. And then they win the Super Bowl against the Niners, and that game was very close. But whenever you thought about that Kansas City Chiefs team, it was like greatest show on turf type feel. It's mm-hmm. like, hey, this team is going to be able to score however many points they want against that team. With Tyron Matthew, uh, Stone Cold Chris Jones, and the boys on the defensive side, that team's very good. They're going to crush people. They're going to crush people. They're going to crush people. I thought that last year a lot. They did not crush people, but they never, it never felt like they weren't going to win. Yeah. It always felt like they were going to win, but it wasn't like a blowout. It wasn't like we're running by you. It was just like, hey, we need, uh, we need a touchdown on this drive. Bang, we got it. Travis Kelsey, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, touchdown. They win. Ah, we're still undefeated. And, uh, uh, sports dude lost a couple thousand dollars and they yep. seem to be so happy i'm happy for you i'm happy you got the win but i thought you were going to win by more this seems like a very smart bet i would assume a lot of people are thinking the same thing they went you. nine weeks in a row last year without covering oh i know i rode that <laughs> i rode yeah, that thing too yeah i was in chief's kingdom for that entire run yeah. i was i was had to go this one i said i think it was after like third one i was like we all know this they're gonna this is the okay this is it they they can put 45 plays together straight if they want to and have to. Like, that's what they – they haven't chosen to do so, but this week they're not going to lose four straight. They're not going to not cover four. Hey, there's no way we go into two months here, five weeks. Uh-uh. No chance. You know, all right, it's been wild. Five, then six, then seven, then eight. Then I rode that entire thing because I was like, at some point they're going to come back in my – uh, speech that I give every week about the Chiefs coming back to life has to stop this week, and it never fucking did. Mm-hmm. So I like that bet a lot. I like the Browns too. They get Odell Beckham Jr. into an offense that was really starting to click. I assume he's going to be used well. Everybody, you know, at the end of the season, just to talk shit on Odell, it felt like this is literally what they tried to do. Like, hey, we got to talk shit on Odell. So whenever 
when he left, the team got good. It's like, well, maybe the team just learned the offense as well because it was COVID. They weren't allowed in the building, and they were just understanding. Maybe adding Odell Beckham to that offense will be cool too. I might be wrong. They might be right. But I feel like that that bronze team with Clowney on that D-line now yeah. too, I think they're only going to go. Can I give you one more that I like? Yeah, come on. That's just, Hey, that's what we're doing here. Opening, week, opening weekend, Sunday night football, Rams are minus seven at home versus the Bears. Everyone will say that the Rams got – better in almost every single way this offseason number one defense potentially in the league last season going against the bears offense that fucking stinks we don't know if it's going to be dalton or fields give me the seven lay the seven with the rams yeah and and this is this is sunday night football matthew stafford Ooh, coming out and saying Welcome to the show, by the way. Debut in the mm-hmm. new stadium, kind of. This has been, with fans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. This has been my entire career in Detroit. You haven't seen it. Now I got an offensive guru calling plays, and we got weapons. I would hammer the over in that one as well, and the Rams team over in that oh. one. I assume that is going to be a fucking show from Matthew Yeah. Stafford. Oh, yeah. Against the Bears team, too, that's been beaten up on the line. And he knows oh, the Bears yeah. team. Yeah. Knows yeah he knows this Bears, Bears team pretty well. Yeah. He knows the – well, I guess Chuck Chuck did retire. Yeah. Ooh. yeah. Chuck McGonagall yeah. retired, yeah. new D coordinator. Even more well, so. That's, yeah. that's not good. Yeah. <laughs> that's not good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but they got guys. They got guys over there. Yeah. I mean, Maggie's going to be desperate. Dalton gets lit up game one against the Rams. Easy to start Justin Fields week two. <laughs> uh, so you oh. think that maybe somebody's going to do the, uh, yeah. the when Sunshine gets in to remember uh, the Titans. Hey, Andy, go uh, get slaughtered out there. Uh, love okay. Through. Love through, Take right? one for the team, He's Andy. He's beat like he stole something. <laughs> How about that? Hell, grabs the guy's face mask. <laughs> that D tackle, man. It's vicious. What a moment. Hey, that movie. That movie was my favorite. Thing. All Great time. Still plays. It holds time. up. Still plays. It holds yeah. up. That movie's unbelievable. I mean, dude. it's like complete bullshit, but it's an all timer. <laughs> it's I no have, Friday Night Lights. I, I do, and I have heard. Uh, we'll talk about your statement right there in a second, but I have heard with Remember the Titans, there was some uh, creative liberties. Yeah. Uh huh. A few. I well, <laughs> I've been told. That's just what I've been told. That happens. That's good cinema. But I'm happy I got a chance to learn about what they were they mm-hmm. had in there. It made me invested more, so I guess there is good of it. But yeah, for a while there, you would I would have been able to tell you that's exactly what. Let me tell you. Yeah. What. Yeah. You know Gary Bertie? Hey, I thought it was a documentary. <laughs> yeah, that was not. I heard. Thank okay. you, Gary. Hey, thank you, Gary. Thank you, Gary. Sign Gary Ball right, right there. there. Buried under those jerseys, but who's who? Who's the piece of shit? The real, real piece of shit in there. Who's oh, the tight end, Ray uh, Butts. Ray Butts. Yeah, yeah right. What a bad man. Yeah, I thought he was like a right guard, wasn't he? Nice tight, tight, tight end off the team, Ray. Yeah, he didn't. And uh, Gosling's dad, Louis also a uh, Louis Lastic, made the uh, oh, made yeah. the call, yeah, made the odd one. Yeah, guy. Ray didn't hear it. Yeah, I do love the. How many plays did they have? Three. Three plays. <laughs> I love that. Work like, like Novocaine. <laughs> Give it time. That's what Navy said, too. Whenever I was calling one of the Navy games, they were talking about their... Uh, Triple option. Trip. Yeah. yeah, they dropped the Novocaine line. Like, Just wait. It always works. It does. And by the way, I think they had to lead in the first half, and then they lost in the second half. Ooh, yeah. I think. That was a really good game, I think. Yeah, it was. It was tight. What was it Memphis, maybe? So there was a couple games in Memphis, wasn't there? Yeah, we we spent a lot of time. In Memphis. <laughs> yeah, too much time. <laughs> hey, Memphis yeah. was a good time down there. Yeah, great, you know, just mind your piece of goosey, you get your throat slit. <laughs> Ty had a conversation with an Australian man at a bar in Memphis, and uh, 
The he was also the Navy. The Australian man, yeah. allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. allegedly. He told you that. This guy might have been a serial killer, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> he's he wide told, open. He told Ty five times he was going to get his throat slashed. <laughs> yeah. I was not with you guys whenever this happened, uh, but when you were telling me the story, my first reaction was, so this guy told you right to your face you're going to get your throat slashed five yeah. times? And, yeah. Yep, with an accent, you said. Yeah. While he was on a blind date, by the way, as well. Yeah. <laughs> well, he actually went on to kill that lady. I'm pretty sure. Oh, what, I'm, oh, what I'm picking up on this That is what we thought was maybe going on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Try the garlic nuts. He's drinking the beer and just... <laughs> oh, 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 one more. One more. One more. <laughs> you gotta finish it. You gotta finish yeah, it. Yeah, God. Jesus. Yeah. Horrible guy. Memphis better Funny. get out there right now. Funny. But he was... Funny. But he was a scumbag. <laughs> he was. He was a scumbag. Funny guy. Funny. Wonder what he's up to these days. Well, out the conversation. <laughs> so refresh me here. Did he come into your guys' convo? I, I went um, to him. I think so. Zito, yeah. you went to him. He was talking to uh, a lady he was sitting at the bar with for a good 20 minutes, and all of a sudden Zito chimed in with, Do I hear a hint of Australians? <laughs> <laughs> yep. That was it. <laughs> That that was was it. It. Yep. Yeah. And then he turned around and you and then, guys. And then he just kind of fucking yeah, took the top off and just, hey, try the, the garlic knots were unbelievable. And that was really the, the can of worms. <laughs> and they were complete dog shit. Yeah. Oh, they were so bad. Yeah, the guy was blacked out. Yeah, he was. Well, where did he tell you not to go? Oh, Beale God. Street. Near yeah. the stadium. Past near the, near the Yeah, near the stadium. And it was, uh, yeah, don't go down Beale Street after 10 p.m. You either get your throat slashed or your wallet stolen. <laughs> Let's get to a break. And he wasn't kidding at all. Oh, he was doing it. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're probably right. All right, let's get to a break. Egan Rapport will join us today in one hour. There's a lot of, obviously, schedule release talk. I want to ask him, you know, how, how are these leaks happening? Mm. How are these leaks happening? You know? Wouldn't it have been cool just to have those schedules released at one month? That would have took over the internet, by the way. Oh, yeah. If they just drop out of yeah. nowhere. I enjoy, like, a surprise. I, I enjoy, like, I don't necessarily love leaks. Like, for instance, March Madness there. Remember, for a while, they had to figure out. And then for the drafts there, for a while, they had to figure out, like, hey, you can't be tipping picks or whatever. Every once, like, I think the schedule release would have been cool. That would have been a cool moment on the internet. Yeah, me? yeah. Like a random album drop. Loving that happens. Yeah, it would have been a cool moment, I think. But we get to find out and speculate about things a day early, so maybe we should be thanking the leakers. But I'm just saying, I think that would have been a cool moment. And I thought the NFL would have had it locked down. I thought they would have. They do not. We'll talk to Rapport about that. Also, uh, Rich Eisen's report of what he heard from the draft behind the scenes. Did Ian tell him that or hear that information? Because he is a part of NFL Network with Deshaun Watson and Aaron Rodgers. And everything else, uh, your questions are also very much welcomed at one 833 4 We'll see you on the other side of this break. This is the Pat McAfee Show, Wednesday, May 12th. Don't be... A grandpa Joe. Be a Charlie. See ya. People go through many changes as we get older, isn't that right? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. For men, one of the less fortunate changes is that testosterone production begins to naturally decrease in the body. Did you know this, AJ? I am aware. For most men, it begins around the age of 30. And testosterone production declines by roughly 1% per year. My Whoa. God. So if you live to 130, you ain't got shit left. No. Right? Minus 30. Well, if it starts around 30, this is one of those questions on a test where, you know, begins around 30. And the testosterone production declines by roughly 1% per year. So does it start at zero or does it start at 30? That's the thing. This is That's where they can get you. <laughs> 
It's one of them damn word problems. This is one of those yeah. problems where you're like, well, wait a minute. Uh, which, can I ask a follow-up? Anyways, I was good at those tests because I always viewed it as me versus the fucking teacher. That's right. Okay? <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but this is me versus you. Fuck you. That's how I, that's how I view it. That's why friends at Roman have a new supplement designed to support testosterone production. I did not know this. They formulated their own supplements with transparent and scientifically backed ingredients. You hear this, AJ? Roman's mm-hmm. testosterone supplement is for anyone who wants to support their own body's natural function. They formulated their own blend with transparent and scientifically backed ingredients. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash USA. Their supplement contains vitamin D3, zinc, magnesium, maca, and ashwagandha in a unique blend designed by healthcare professionals that you can't get anywhere else. To learn more about these incredible ingredients, visit GetRoman.com slash USA. Roman is offering $15 off your first order and will deliver your supplements right to your door with free two-day shipping. When you go to GetRoman.com forward slash USA, get $15 off your first order plus free two-day shipping. That's GetRoman, G-E-T-R-O-M-A-N.com forward slash USA. That's good news. Let's try that stuff. Okay. I've been looking for that type of stuff. That's good news. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. Now we know. Hey, Roman. Thank you, Roman. Thank you, Roman. Thank you, Roman. Uh, joining us, ladies and gentlemen, a man who has to sit with the fact that he is going to owe me $20 million at some point in the next 31 years for at least the next 10 years because I think that is when I'll really start making a run at this thing. Ladies and gentlemen, Super Bowl champion, all-time leading tackler for the Green Bay Packers, A.J. Hawk. AJ, great to see you today. Do you want to buy out of this bet early? Uh, I'll go $5 million. You want to buy out now, pal? No, I mean, I would... I would easily double down before I would buy out of this. 40 million. Wow. It's 40 million. 40 million. I'm not, I'm not going to because it, it turns, if I do double it, it, it turns into like a sideshow and it, it turns into something I don't want it to be. Like you truly think this is a real thing that can happen. If we keep bumping it up, it's going to be like, oh, this isn't real. Oh, you're right. Okay, so $20 million for Cut this off. isn't like a, that's not like, oh, this isn't real type. You are going to, do you, I sent you two houses last night. You got them. I sent you two <laughs> houses last night. One's 8.8, one's 11.9. I know that's a little bit more, but I think if you go with cash, we'll be able to get that for $20 million easy. I appreciate that. That's coming, AJ. I was, I had 100 balls last night in the backyard. Uh-huh. 100 balls last night. I got 31 years to do this. You're out of your mind. I just want to let you know. it was. It's not a good decision. It's not a good decision by you, and I'm looking out for you as a friend. Okay. Hey, trust me. I, I wish you would have put some of those uh, shots on Instagram or something. Or when do you when do you think you'll feel good enough about your game to start posting about it? Well, listen, uh, what you do in the dark will come to the light. That's you right. know, you grind when there's no cameras. Thirty one years later. Okay, but yeah, exactly. What are you bringing Tiger Woods into this for? That guy's rehabbing right now. I don't know if you know yeah, this. Yeah, I don't party. know why you're trying to stir him into this stupidity from you. What's this all about? You think you think Tiger Woods is going to get offended by me saying this? Maybe I figured guys like him that spend their whole life from age like three years and up playing golf every single day, maybe they get a little bit offended by some ex-pro football player that thinks he can jump into their game. Okay, so you did try to stir shit with me and Tiger fucking Woods last night. It just That's exactly what this was? Well, I, I would assume hopefully Tiger has – we know he has some time on his hands. Maybe he's scrolling through his, his Twitter page and maybe he sees this buffoon talk about being able to join the championship and he wants to respond. Bro, could you imagine? 
because you are AJ Hawk and he does see this yeah. and he cuts a promo. Imagine him coming off of his injury. What if he cuts a promo about I'll play left-handed for the rest of my life and you won't win? <laughs> yeah. Like what if he what if you somehow cuz you are AJ Hawk spin this in that way, and then I would like him to put maybe twenty million into it as well. Yeah, and then we'll we'll really we'll make we'll make a sideshow out of this thing. You know what I mean? And uh, forty million would be cool. But AJ, we have to get right to it. It's a big day, dude. Hey, huge. You you texted me about it. You knew what we wanted to hear from you, mm-hmm. AJ Hawk. Your thoughts on the schedule release leaks that have happened thus far. Couple big games, Tampa Bay Buccaneers playing host to the Dallas Cowboys, September 9th, Buccaneers favored by six. I'm hammering them with every single hammer I can find. Are you gonna ride with the Cowboys opening night? And what are your thoughts on some of these other games, AJ? Are you excited that we're getting a chance to hear who's going to London when? What are the Thanksgiving games? How about Christmas? Yeah! Colts are playing the Cardinals that has been released, Ooh. and also the Browns and the Packers. Oh, Aaron Rodgers is on the Green Bay Packers. Imagine the star-studded spectacle that is Jesus Christ's birthday. I mean, AJ, are you not pumped up about this? This is a big day. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I I watched a little bit of the show earlier, and you guys talking about, like, the different travel schedules of of what Tom Brady's Mm going to have to do. And, oh, this game is in October. And, Mm -hmm. oh, what about this? Back-to-back tough games. And I just... I almost wanted, I wanted to fake an illness, maybe, because I have a hard time trying to find a way to what? make a YouTube schedule. I think that the week one game is the one I do care about. That Thursday night, Cowboys-Bucks, I got to play in that game. We played the Saints after the lockout, and there was a bunch of buildup. It was awesome. There was concerts out on the street before the game. Like That's a fun game to be a part of. I'm excited to watch that game because it starts the whole season, but... I think the Cowboys might look pretty good there too. Okay, so you play you've obviously played one a Super Bowl. You that first week, that first game, it does feel like that because the media hype is what for almost two months, maybe for yeah. that point. Super Bowl is only two weeks of build, but it's all eyes, it's a whole world. But in the football world, that Thursday Thursday night games in general, by the way. But that Thursday night game, all eyes are there. I mean, here we go. You got the Super Bowl champs, and then you got the team that A.J. Hawk said was going to represent the the, uh, NFC in the Super Bowl this past year. Big Mike McCarthy in his second year, but only his first real year with Dak Prescott back. How are they going to look? I'd assume not good opening night. (laughs) That's just what I think. But 17 weeks is a long – or 17 games is a long time. I'm not saying Dak and Mike and that team won't figure it out because they even won some games last year. I assume they will. But it feels like this is uh, Buccaneers buzzsaw Thursday night. Tom Brady's going to love this, I think. I mean, the game's going to be awesome. There's going to be a ton of hype. We're going to talk about it before. We're going to react to it after. And in the grand scheme of things, it's not going to mean anything for the, the grand total of the season. Yeah, it could come down. You could point back to it. But no matter what happens, good or bad for either team, like, hey, this isn't who you are right now tonight. Yeah, I mean, Bill Belichick has been the most open about that whole thing. You know, like, first couple weeks, he's, I mean, they win, they lose. I mean, I guess every reaction from him is the exact same, but... You can't get too excited. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, if you do look amazing and blow somebody out, Belichick's one of those guys, yeah, I don't think he ever lets anybody get too excited about their success, but yet you can't put too much into it either way, I think. Football season doesn't begin until after Thanksgiving. That's right. That's That's when you're trying to... Every coach, I assume, says... Uh, we just got to get better every day. Better every. We can't be playing our best football now. We got to be playing our best football in December. Like that's how everybody feels. But you can't give it away. It's early though. You can't. 
You can't give yourself no chance early in the season. But, man, those teams that get hot late, those are the most dangerous ones, it seems like, in the playoffs. And, by the way, Tampa was that team. Tampa got hot. They had that bye week. What was it, week 11, I think, last year maybe? I think it was week 11. I think 11. so, yeah. I might be wrong. They had a bye week or whatever, week 11, maybe week 12. Week 11 might have been when the Dolphins had their bye week. I don't Might have even been week 13. It might have been later. Yeah, it was late. It yeah. felt late. They had a late bye week. I think that's when Tom and B.A. and everybody sat down and said, hey, what do we need to do? They changed the offense. They start doing different things, more play action, more run, more dump, more. It felt like more Tom Brady almost yeah. after that. And then they got fucking hot. Now, the Heineken machine, Taylor Heineke, he gave him a run there in the first week of playoffs or whatever after Chase Young told Tom Brady he was coming. But, I mean, that team, they're only starting. And they brought everybody back somehow. I, I just... I, what if they start too hot? What if they peak too early? Is that possible? What is that? That, is, that is possible. Absolutely. Hey, by the way, what we just did there with you, AJ, we got you excited about schedule release. Yeah. 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 So what else what else is going to be, you know, released out before the actual release party at what, eight PM tonight? Yeah, I think all of them are gonna get uh Dove Kleiman is taking a picture of confidential photos yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. uh, and just put them out. Yeah, they're just – now, Dove Kleiman, people have heard him in his account on this show, a big-time news gatherer, a very good news gatherer. Top of the line. Find insiders, I don't know, maybe has connections or whatever. He turned into a pundit, you know, oh, whenever, yeah. uh, whenever Aaron's situation was happening, that whatever was happening, and he started, you know – he was, I had to unfollow him. Was, I, oh, yeah. like, what? It, was sad, it was sad to see, really. It was. It's like, yo, yeah. Dove, I did not know you. What was he saying? I didn't see it. I thought what we were saying. I he just we kept burying Rogers, blaming him for everything. It was It was really. Uh, it really uh, was aggressive. It was upsetting, to be honest. It was, it was in my timeline because yeah. I, I enjoyed, found, I, I believe the algorithm of Twitter knows that I do. I was like, okay, I will look at Dove's thing. So I think they were shoveling his yeah. tweets in. Then I started seeing these. And I'm like, hey, Dove. Hey, listen, pal. All right, I'm a big Can't fan. It, I love what you're doing, but what the fuck is this? What? 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 what is, what, you're supposed to be the guy who just knows everything about what's going on. That's what we're doing here. And then all of a sudden, you're a pundit. You, Aaron's this. Aaron's that. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Dude. whoa. Okay, I'm gonna get. But uh, today, need Dove because he has need all dove. the he has all <laughs> the schedules. He's got. So what I'm saying here is, you know, did unfollow Dove personally because I didn't like the negativity in the feed. Like, hey, that's not what I enjoy in my feed. Everybody knows my timeline is is everything here. This is what I like to do, but he's releasing every single goddamn game. AJ, I'd assume they're all going to be out very soon. I guess I mean that's surprising that they're. I would imagine the NFL would be very, very secretive just because there's big money too. tonight and these everybody has a show, right? Yeah, there's big productions. Actually, you don't. You want to do a show, a release party show tonight? That'd be cool. Okay, you want to go five, six hours tonight? Let's do it. Sounds okay, good. hey, draft spectacular. Yeah. 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 You know what? If this is the NFL trying to find out who the rats are, just like Kim yeah. and Kanye did. Yeah. All right. So we'll give out fake schedules to people. Each one of them will have one little minor difference we'll remember who got which one and whichever one gets leaked guess what rat see ya see ya that would be awesome if they really did put out fake schedules i guess that's what kimmy did yeah so whenever their baby was about to be them yeah it did did. for a little bit yeah oh yeah that's right they have three kids though i think right Uh uh-huh north north south South, and west no saint in chicago hey i think but anyway what if bill hey what if uh, I heard Bill Gates is trying to chat up Kim. All right. Let's say no, no, What's your obsession Jason with Gates, Light, dude? Okay, Jason Light. It was Lizzo. Okay, Jason Light. That was Chuck. his first relationship. 
post-divorce. Is that real? Did you just break news? No. None of it's real, no. Oh, rumors. There's a rumor. <laughs> well, yeah. In my head, Bill Gates was walking with Lizzo. I thought Wait, he was on a screenshot. At the Lakers game? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, cheeks at. Yeah. yeah. Gates has him, too. <laughs> Assless chaps for Gates. Oh, man. All right. Bill is that Black right? Is that what's going on? You Billy Bunchies. Yeah. Yeah. No way. What if Bill Gates, though, does? That'd be awesome. Good luck out there, Bill. I mean, there's a lot of terrible stuff coming out allegedly about you right now, but you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be rough waters, I think, for a little bit. Good luck, Bill. Good luck, dude. <laughs> Good luck out there. I don't think he cares. Bezos just bought uh, what a 450, 550 yeah. foot yacht that has another yacht aside of it. Half yeah. a billion yeah. dollars. Yeah, 550 million yeah. dollars, I believe. Another yacht is like its protection yacht. Yeah. So when uh -huh. they need to run to the store, they get on the other yacht that has a jet ski on it mm -hmm. that goes off the other side. Couple jets. So what is it, he just, it's an island? He has an island out traveling there? Traveling island, yeah. That's pretty cool, man. Good for him. Bezos. Hey, remember, he was sitting in that shitty-ass office with that Amazon yeah, and uh -huh. graffiti behind him. Way hey, to go. Hey, baby, Jeff. Big brain. I mean, he ended a lot of businesses oh, all yeah. by himself. Like, I mean, chopping down swoop. at the knees. Just, yeah. Hey, I'm going to make what you do much more convenient for everybody. And you are going to be fucked. Yep. Thanks for playing, though. It was fun. Yeah. Oh, groceries. You didn't think we were going to get... You know, yeah, yeah, we got drivers. Yeah, yeah we got yeah. that too. We got groceries too. They'll go in. Yeah, they'll get some skim milk. Yeah. <laughs> we got it. No big deal. That's what he did. And then he just left, right? Now he's just chilling yeah, and buying yeah. yachts and stuff. Yep. Sold like $2.5 billion worth of stock. And he was like, hey, thanks for having me. By guys. the way, that's nothing to him, right? No. Nothing. Drop in the ocean. That's crazy. Um, let's move along. Jason Light said that Tom Brady can play till he's 50 if he wants. He said, you know what? Whatever Tom wants. Rich asked him if they had talked about future whenever they extended the contract. He says that's a private conversation. Not going to talk about it, Rich, right? Can't do it. Which I kind of respect a lot. But then he went on to say if Tom wants to play till he's 50, he can be a Buccaneer for however long he wants. Jason Light says, okay, I'll have a job at least for the next seven years here. <laughs> if you're here, that's how I see this thing. Play for however long the hell you want, pal. How do you feel about this? And do you not think that this, and this is, we went on an entire speculative rant earlier about how Aaron and Russ, this is kind of like Albert Breer brought this back to the forefront this week and kind of, I think he confirmed our suspicions that the Tom Brady Tampa Bay Buccaneers situation is a situation that a lot of other quarterbacks have looked at and gone, they're winning. Okay, they're winning. The quarterback is just being helped out immensely from the entire organization. How come we can't do that? How come Peyton went to Denver to give him the keys to the organization? How come we can't do that? It feels like Jason Light is like, the most supportive general manager to a quarterback maybe in the history of the NFL at this point. Is that going to change things, you think? I think it has to. I think it absolutely has to, right, going forward. Don't the quarterbacks have yeah. all the power? I, I think quarterbacks absolutely have all the power because if you don't have a guy, you're not going to win. But there's only, you know, there's, there's only going to be, is there ever going to be another Tom Brady-type character come through the NFL? Probably. I mean, we're seeing young super superstars come out every single year in the draft. So I think Aaron, yeah, right? players are taking more power, but – don't yeah. you think – you said it, right, Pat, that uh, Russ and Aaron have to see this and be like, okay, here we go. <laughs> I like, thought what, you were just – Look what's happening. Yeah, I was trying to find a picture of Aaron to remind you. Like, yeah, Aaron has to be – And I, by the way, once again, I have not talked to Aaron, but Aaron 
and I assume this is with Russ as well, how that whole thing started, if any of it's true, by the way. We don't know at this point what's true and what isn't true, but let's assume there's maybe something. You see that. you got to be pissed. Yeah. you got to be absolutely pissed. And here's another thing I heard, by the way, uh, sources have told me. Teams reaching out to players of teams, asking them what we need to do to get like uh, in back in the building or whatever. And like players and teams are kind of working it out because they assume that the NFLPA and the NFL won't be able to figure out something because that's like uh, a much larger conversation that has to happen. But from my sources, I've been told that teams have been trying to figure it out with the players. Like, what do we need to do to get you back in here? If some other team won't do that, we will do it. So let's just get you back in here and let's do this thing. So I think we're going to see some individual team-like changes in the NFL schedule, the entire yearly schedule, which is fascinating. Well, I think I saw something about that online where teams are talking to players and whatever. They're trying to figure out, aren't they almost negotiating? Like, we're going to have a walk-through pace to some of our OTAs? I saw something like that. Yeah, like, hey, we ain't going full speed, all right? <clears throat> you know, we come to these things, but when we show up, you guys make us fly around. Yeah. Okay, you're you're making us run into each other. We got to hit each other. We got these little, little uh, what is skeleton, I think is what it's called. I don't remember. Uh, the Shoulder, like, shoulder shocks, whatever. Yeah, yeah like the little, so- it's like a, uh, I think you see it in seven-on-seven seven sometimes, guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, like, the like, ones that you can wear under your pads as well yeah yep. yes yeah those ones you just wear those or whatever but since there is a little bit of pad i mean you guys can thud each other you can kind of you can kind of get there right you can get the you gotta you, fit up you gotta fit up is what they'll tell you spider. Yeah, you can fit up you can feel you can set an edge too you can d- go ahead and dip right there a little bit and then all of a sudden you got guys who are trying to make a team and make a living that aren't maybe the starters and they're filling in for maybe a backup who's going against the starters and you've got guys that are like in their eighth year or whatever they're in a walkthrough and you've got a guy who's trying to earn a living for the first time in his his life and it's like all right come on man can we <laughs> yeah. what are we doing Calm here down. this guy's diving at my knees right now can we <laughs> can we slow this thing out? it is a walkthrough it's like yeah but you've also there's kind of a lot of you know implied things i think that happen in those walkthroughs that uh, that a lot of people don't fully understand either aj am i wrong in thinking that or no no you're there's like there's not unwritten rules but there's definitely like you got to know the tempo the pace but you also at the same time if you're a vet and you see a young guy and he is kind of Maybe kind of out of control, but he's going so hard. If he's like that all the time, you may be like, "Hey, man, you gotta you gotta calm down." But you also respect it too. You'd much rather a guy be that way than a just super nonchalant, not care, not know what he's doing. The Ron Landry's first day was awesome. I mean, it wasn't awesome for I assume some of the wide receivers or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But were you wearing pads? No pads. Oh, just jerseys. Not even skeleton. Just just jerseys, shorts. Hey, uh, also, I got a text just now. John Coon. Those are spiders. A lot of spiders, people spiders. I Thank mean, you, Coon. John Coon. 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 Got any new info, AJ? Hey, Coon broke info last week. Yeah, ask him if he has anything he wants to say. Ask Tell him to he... call in. We should have him call in. I bet he does have info. Okay, we got rap report at one twenty-five. Have him call. Hey, hey, Coon. Coon. Hey, if you're watching, man, we'd love to uh, just have a little FaceTime with you in like yeah. 30, 45 minutes if yeah. that's possible. I'd love to chat with you. I heard you're a newsbreaker. We used to have one of those. He fucking quit doing his job. Dude. I mean, that's he'll go do it on other shows, which is no fun. That whole thing. Unbelievable. Con. What if Coon comes on? That'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah. great. Incredible. LeRon Landry, though. Hey, full speed, whoa. <laughs> hey, full speed, whoa. Everything. If it was a run, he was fitting through. If he had the A gap or whatever, or B gap, whatever it was, he was sprinting all the way through it. Everybody else is walking through. It wasn't. A, if it was a walk through the day before the game, if it was a walk through in mandatory OTAs, the first day he showed up. Okay, after we signed him to a deal, he shows up. He's like, 
it looked like 255, maybe 260. I don't know. I don't know what it was, but it was it was one of the most impressive bodies I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, he walks through. Everybody's like, God damn. Look Holy at, shit. We got a guy. We got a guy. <laughs> we got a guy. He was incredibly um, hilarious, yeah. insightful. I think he had a very – he was a good guy. I, I don't know if that gets talked about enough. In our locker room, he was absolutely loved. Now, for whatever reason, on the field, he didn't start as much as maybe he should have or whatever, and he came in for Antoine Bethea, who was loved by the community and the locker room. But he was a cool dude. Laurent was a super cool guy. He would play special teams. He'd be on the look team for special teams, and it was full speed every fucking time. And the first day of practice, ball down the left side, out, up in the air, Bang. We're talking full collision. Down, both bodies hit the floor. Stand up. Excitement for making the play. Excitement flex. Walk off. Then almost a full-on brawl. Okay, almost (laughs) happens. A full-on brawl almost happens. And then a conversation is had, you know, in the team huddle at the end of OTAs where it was like... Listen, this guy goes full speed. You know, we just we gotta we we love it about you. That's why you're gonna be great. Okay, that's why we wanted you here. But listen, we gotta figure out when and when who we can hit, who we can't hit. There's there's things like that. But it was those guys go so hard. Who else did it? You said somebody offensive lineman used to do it to you, who would just kill you. Oh, Zeitler in Cincinnati. I think I talked about like mm-hmm. they were in a screenplay first OTA ever. Just headbutted me into another century, and I had to stand up and still be all right. And by the way, we're gonna run that again. We're going to run it again. A lot of that in OTAs, by the way. Running again. Running it back. Run it back because we got. they're trying to still figure out plays and everything then, too. So that happens. And let's go back. Let's actually go back to uh, play four on the sheet. They go back. It's like, whoa, that's three plays ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is. We are. We are going to be here a little bit. So, like, I would assume, guys. Like, now, this is me just watching on the sideline, by the way. So I did feel bad for you know, you guys, when it was going on out there. But I assume whenever it's like, a, hey, we got to replay that because the offense necessarily didn't succeed and you potentially did just get headbutted and they're like, no, we got to do that again. You're like, ah, okay, I'm going to tap out. I need somebody to come in. Is that what happens or do you just have to do that again? No, I mean, you're never able to tap out, especially in a practice. There's no chance. Now, if, if you get have to redo it like that, a lot of times, yeah. Defensive players will take it out on the offensive players in that repeated play. And then there's a fight. Uh-huh. <laughs> so what we're saying is whenever, even if it's walkthroughs, if there is any chance of a competitive edge or maybe somebody could earn a job because of it or, or something like, look, because speed kills matchups. That's everything. So even in walkthroughs, if you're going, you could potentially, you know, you know, kind of separate yourself on film. That just leads to other things. It just always happens. It always seems that. Now, granted, teams are able to do it and do it professionally, but learning how to practice is just as big of a thing for young players as is learning the offense as well. The bodies on the ground thing, that first regime I was with, you know, with Peyton and uh, Polian and Caldwell was there, not Dungey. Man, somebody on the ground, it was almost like uh, whatever. Don't do what you just did right there, Okay. <laughs> You could tear an ACL, and you, I want to let you, you do not matter as much as Dwight Freeney does. <laughs> okay, so don't, do not do it. was like practicing was almost a perfected craft. There was never balls on the ground. It felt like just everything was awesome, you know? And then you watch that, the next regime, it was a younger team, watching the walkthroughs become what the, I got a chance to see from like the Peyton squad and what, even on the defensive side, the communication and everything like that, kind of watching that whole thing grow. It was the how people practice thing was very interesting to kind of see it. A lot of guys lost jobs because they couldn't practice. 
if you're reckless, yeah, absolutely. If it happens over and over again, like everyone is going to fall down at some point. Things happen. But if you continue to be that guy, good luck. Good luck hanging around. Get him, though. Who is this guy? You're good at football, pal, but we can't – you're not as good as this guy. You're going to kill him every day. Yeah. See you later. There was a there was a video going around of um, uh, CJ Deuce uh, from the Houston Texans. Oh, Charles James. Charles yeah. James, yeah. He's hilarious, by the way. He was on the Colts. I got a chance to meet him on the Colts. He was hilarious. He was giving a speech during a training camp practice to a rookie. He was like, hey, we got to communicate because if we don't communicate, they're going to get our asses out of here. Okay, we're going to get fired. We need to communicate. And the rookie was like, calm down or whatever. And he was like, no, no, no. Hey. If this is not calm down, this is we will get fired. If, if this is not, that's the that difference, you know. And it's I think that is why it has to all be negotiated. I think it all has to be negotiated because there are so many jobs at stake. Like there has to be written rules on this can happen, this can't happen. Because if it's just implied, there's always going to be people that are going to take advantage of it. Joining us now is maybe a man who can give us a little bit of information on where this conversation is. Also can tell us about how these schedules have been leaked. And was it him that was doing all the leaking, ladies and gentlemen, insider for the NFL Network and NFL.com, Ian Arapapal. What's going on, dude? What's up, guys? How you doing, man? Hey, just hanging out. How are you? Are you on TV today? I assume big day on TV with all these leaks. Are you guys acknowledging the leaks on NFL Network or no? Uh, We are not acknowledging them. Uh, I am certainly not acknowledging them, and I do not stand for schedule leaking. Other leaking is totally fine, especially when it involves me breaking a story. That is, like, I'm all in on that kind of leak. Schedule leaking, not, I'm not in on at all. So I will ignore all the schedule leaks. Unless, of course, Fox and Friends or whoever else decides to announce it this morning, that's also fine. Um, but I will ignore all of it until 8 p.m. tonight or whenever our show is, and then we will have three hours talking about the schedule, which many people will watch. Okay, so let's. Uh, AJ obviously and I had heated conversations about the schedule leaks. Uh, I mean, we are pumped. I mean, that opening matchup, uh, Tampa Bay, Dallas, ooh, allegedly, obviously, you can't, can't talk wait. about this. Christmas, allegedly, Colts, Cardinals, uh, Browns, Packers. Oh, oh my God. Go. I mean, there's a lot of games potentially. Is there any chance at all these leaks? We're a master plan by the NFL, just like Kim and Kanye did with false names that they're trying to figure out who the rats are. Or do you think there is a chance that these could get leaked and these could be the actual schedules that we're seeing all over the Internet? You know what? That's a great question. I'm going to save some of the leaks and compare when you get the actual schedule later. I mean, I'm I'm always surprised when big news holds like when I have something I've been working on for like a couple of weeks and then I break it clean with no one else knowing about it i'm always like wow i can't believe that didn't leak um so people people talk um i assume most of it is legit but i haven't because it would be weird just to put out a completely fake thing um these are real but yeah i mean i don't i don't know yeah you can't talk about them obviously but these the ones that we are seeing are real we're pumped up about it go ahead aj ian so we we see how everything does was that a text uh, it was a text. Uh, it was actually a call and then a text. <gasps> oh, so it's oh. important. Oh. Oh, call me back. Let's see what it is. Hold on. Yeah. This could be. Call me back. This could be interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's good. nothing big. You know. Come on. Oh. Response: Nothing. Terrible response. Ah, you're you stink, dude. You stink. Go ahead, AJ. Bad source. So we we see we're talking about the the schedule release, which is crazy yeah, to think of how dude. how much attention gets paid to it, and I know the NFL continues to grow it. Like, 
is the NFL always going to continue to grow? Like, or do you ever like? Is there a time in the future where the NFL maybe isn't king? Isn't this giant? No way. I don't see how. No. Um, okay. You know, and and I feel like like with gambling being like welcomed in to the world, I feel like it's only getting bigger. And it's been interesting. Like, I'm not a big gambling guy. Obviously, I don't I don't gamble, and I'm also not allowed to gamble. Um, but it is unbelievable. Oh. Like the draft. So much of the news that broke in the draft was relate. Like people immediately took it. Like the odds have shifted, and it was like oh, yeah. that drove so much of the discussion. And yeah. it's sort of like fantasy football ten years ago. Like it brings in so many other people who weren't interested originally. So I think it's only going to get bigger. Um, I don't know when the actual schedule will get bigger to eighteen games. Like I think we're far off on that. <sighs> but everything else, see, you don't believe that. No, I don't because they're going to see how much money this makes, especially with that showcase game. And then they added games to the wild card weekend. They're going to see how much money this is. They'll somehow end up negotiating with um, the NFLPA, maybe one more bye week in there. Then the thing will be instead of $110 billion, it'll be like $160 billion all of a sudden yeah. overnight. And it's like, of course, that's what the NFL does, Ian. That's, what, yeah. that's literally what the NFL does, don't you think? Just this. Geniuses. Yeah, I mean, it's, they are. You know, like that TV deal was so monstrous. Like I, you know, great, obviously great job, and hopefully it trickles down to some of us plain folk. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's, uh, certainly as as big as you could imagine. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about Rich Eisen. He on his show, I believe, on Monday or Tuesday. I'm not exactly sure which day. He talked about how there's no noise being made right now in uh, Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers after that entire thing happened with the, and I assume in the insider's world, you guys did follow along with that whole story, but now how it's all happened or whatever. But no news in Green Bay with Aaron. And then also in Houston with Deshaun. And he said, he came out and said that he had heard potentially that Deshaun was maybe in the middle of settling the, the case or whatever. Then today somebody's come out and said that is not true. And then in that same conversation, Rich talked about how there's like three teams interested in Deshaun. What is the Deshaun Watson situation? Now, do you, the, the off the field, you, I would assume, the NFL, us, we feel the exact same way. If what hap is being alleged happened, well, get him out of the league, okay? Like if, that, if what's being alleged happened. Now, whatever happens, I have no idea what's going to happen. But let's say that that somehow comes to an end. I have no idea how, but let's say it does. There's teams that still would make a move for Deshaun Watson in your eyes. Yeah. And how would that work out, you think? Yeah, there there are definitely still teams interested, um, and you know it would it would be tricky and it would be difficult, and I don't know exactly how and when it would play out. But I've talked to a couple different teams who have basically said like, "We'll we could potentially do it, but let's see how this plays out." Like Philly, look, it's, it's it's still a I, Philly right now. I'm I'm not going to say that they're involved because they have a starting quarterback. But here's what I will say. Okay. If Philly ever wanted to get involved, they have they have probably more – like they're in the same situation for next draft as the Dolphins were in this past draft, which is two first-rounders and maybe a third. We'll see what happens with, with Carson. So, like, if Philly ever wanted to, um, they really would be, like, oh. primed because they have all the draft picks. Because if you're Houston, if you're going to trade Deshaun Watson, you have to get enough to get the next Deshaun Watson – Philly, Philly has that. The Dolphins also have that. Oh, um, you know, there's, oh, and then, Dolphins. you know, here's the other thing: like, is game. he going to get suspended? Like, you know, we're looking at the schedule and you look at like Houston's first game. Like, we, don't, I don't know if Deshaun Watson's going to be out there. I think it's possible. Also possible he's 
suspended also possibly he's on another team like it's that's the most questions but but to answer your original question like i haven't heard any noise on a settlement but you're not going to it's just gonna like happen it, it will be just announced and then we'll say oh wow he settled if you know and then then we'll see who's serious and who's not okay uh right before Diggs has a big question for you uh, the schedule makers you know more about this than I do. Is that a team of people who's in there? How do I assume that's an entire elaborate process because they have to try to predict and who do they get information? They have to predict who's probably going to be good potential matchups, big time. Thanksgiving kind of stinks. Yeah. Okay, but Thanksgiving kind of stinks. But then, oh, I haven't heard any games that are going to be on Thanksgiving. Okay, all right, you're right. You're right. Sorry, Ian. I I do apologize for they that. Stink. From what I've heard, what we have has been alleged to. Like, that's a pretty massive job. They have to account for Deshaun potentially not being with Houston, Aaron maybe not being with Green Bay. Like, is that what they have to do? And who do they get their information from to figure that out? I assume that it is a a, a pretty high-end conversation. Uh, that is a great point. And that is one of, like, the biggest – No one, I'm, I'm sure no one thinks or cares about the schedule makers uh, because the schedule just pops up and we have a big show about it. But that is, like, a massive thing because for them – Let's say they put the Packers on prime time five times. I don't know. Haven't seen any schedules, but let's just say that's possible. Uh, well, who's the quarterback? Or if you're the Texans, like that could go six different ways. How much stock do you put into Deshaun Watson being there? Like, and that's and it's never really that much of an issue because usually we know almost everything by now. Like, there's never there's never any like who's the starting quarterback going to be in May right unless there's like a camp battle this year is just weird um so yeah i mean there's it's like a group of guys who are geniuses who have a humongous computer which i assume takes up like a wall like, uh, like one of those old, old school, school computers oh, yeah. 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 just like, like massive bitcoin. Like, yeah. yeah like a bitcoin yeah. computer yep. yeah i mean why are bitcoin computers big uh, oh bad you bad don't even know dude what are you talking about welcome to 2021 what do you have kind of going off of that there was a team that came out the first game of the year this year, and now they're away for the seventh year in a row to start the season. So they, do the schedule makers hate certain teams? Which team is that? Steelers. Well, Steelers well, are playing away for the seventh year in a row to start the season. No, but let's also talk about allegedly, by the way. Allegedly, Week Steelers. One, I think it's official. Uh, okay, that has, been, that has been announced. But also, let's go in, into that a little bit deeper. Tom Brady allegedly will have to fly – from Tampa to L.A. for a primetime game in week three, okay? Then back to Tampa, probably get 6.30, 7 a.m. probably. Yeah, sure. mm-hmm. 6.30, 7 a.m. if I had to guess. Yeah, it would be, yeah, he's eating avocado ice cream so he can prepare for that, and he believes in pliability yeah. and everything. But then they're going to go back to Foxborough. That next week, it's like, wait a – oh, while, while Bill's got two home games. Sounds like this whole, you know, Deflategate thing's dying hard out there. must be nice. Isn't that interesting? The ball. Was that you? I mean – you know, you know what I think about? I think about how the schedule makers will call each team and individually and be like, here's your schedule. Now, I don't know if they follow on Twitter. Maybe some of it's leaked. Maybe they already know. But they basically will go through the schedule with the coaches. And I wish I could hear, like, the grumbling from some of the coaches when that happens. Like, oh, you know, Tomlin will just get annoyed at having to be on the road for the seventh year in a row to start the season. Or, like, Brady's, you know, when Brady finds a schedule, he's looking at it. He's like, come on you know, Ani Bose or whatever, like, what are you doing to me? Yeah. You know, I, I, I wish I could hear 
yeah. some of those grumbling conversations. You're supposed, that's is, supposed to be you, though. You're, that's your, you're supposed to be in those calls. You're Ian Rappaport. Come dude. on. You would, that's all Nebo's doing. You would think. If I was smart enough to do the schedule, uh, I feel like that would be a lot of fun. And then I would make sure none of it leaked. Okay. Um, can, and AJ has a question for you immediately after this. I apologize, AJ. The um, Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay Packers situation. It has been quiet over there. Have you heard anything? There was – we read – there was an article written on May 6th yeah. that was cited in an athletic article okay. later that said that they offered him. In, now, by the way, May 6th, I think, was a much different time than maybe we are in now, especially after how everything has unfolded publicly right, about right, right. the behind the scenes. But they, the Packers allegedly made Aaron the biggest contract offer in NFL history, uh, which would have been bigger than Patrick Mahomes, allegedly. They offered him a long-time extension. Is any of that true? Do we know of any of that happening? Is that happening currently? What do you know about what's going on with Aaron and the Packers? Because we legitimately know nothing. You would think that guy over there, Ian, would know, but he does not because we do not want to put ourselves in one of those situations. But what are you hearing over there in Green Bay? So you don't want to you don't want to have your your inside source ask the guy the real stuff. We do, yeah. We've been pressuring him, but he has not done it. Yeah, he's not right. Yes. Yeah. Kind of honestly, kind of messed up. But that's a, this is why you have sources. You could be like, "Come on, man! Thank like you, this Rob. is your time." Thank you, Rob. Thank well, you. Anyway. I think AJ views him as a friend, not a source. But Ian is our source. <laughs> yeah, Ian's yeah. the source. Yeah. Here's what I would say, and all due respect to AJ, too bad. Through the legs. Oh my god. Oh, holy shit. Yeah, exactly. wow, yeah, yeah, no, here's what I would say about. Here's what I would say about. Oh, shut up. Um, I do believe the I do believe the Packers have made him a significant offer. I don't know if it would have made him the highest paid quarterback. And the problem is the way the Packers structure deals, it's hard to say. Like, yes, theoretically they could they could offer him seventy million a year, right? But if only the first year is guaranteed, which is how the Packers structure him, if most of it's in a signing bonus and then everything else is pay as you go, I don't know if that's what Rogers wants. Like to me, it's not about the overall yearly average, which is what we sort of talk so much about when contracts are done. It's about, from what I understand, security and him knowing that he is the Packers starter going forward, guaranteed contractually. So I haven't ruled anything out. Like I've seen some of the stuff, and uh, I think AJ believe was quoted, and then James Jones saying that huh. it's potentially fixable. I think, huh. if I'm hmm. correct. Uh, I would agree because really, there are yeah, different ways to make this happen. Show when that happened. Not this Ian, time. who do you think's the point guy there in Green Bay? Like, who is talking to Aaron's agent? And I know there's there's three guys up top at the executive position. I know Mark Mark Murphy's the president. Who do you think is is doing most of the work? Yeah, I mean, that, I think that's a great question because when like when they when they all flew out there, I believe that they all were out there. So that would be Gudikins, Mark Murphy, and one Russ trip, Ball, who, one trip. I'm not sure it was one trip. I could have been multiple trips. Um, But, you know, it isn't, I mean, AJ, as you know, like it is an odd organization because there's no one owner who would say, look, get this done. Like it doesn't work like that with the Packers. They're just a different organization. Um, yeah, there's no I owner. That, they're they're kind of fucked because of that. Actually, yep. There's no. I think I no seat at the table either. Whenever rules are being made and decisions and everything like that, it's tough. It's 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 just a yeah. I mean, it's a different place. And but you know, again, there are ways around this. There are ways to make it happen. I think it certainly seems like Rodgers is frustrated at Gutekunst the most, probably because he drafted Jordan Love, and obviously that's something that doesn't exactly sit well still with Aaron Rodgers a year later. 
Oh, yeah. um, I just don't know that it's anything that could never be fixed. Like I, we've seen this before, where like, you know, Russ. let's say a player, let's say a player requests a trade, or Russ, Russell Wilson's a great example. A player's all out. Uh, this team is terrible. I hate them. And then the contract gets done. You're like, yeah, yeah we we worked it out. Or you just, yeah. I mean, we've seen harsher situations get worked out. I'll say that. Yeah, Connor. Ravshi, we talked about this in the first hour, but when teams are getting selected to play in London, do the schedule makers account for how much revenue the stadiums make per game or no? Uh, you mean as it relates to the specific team? Like, could yeah. a specific team? I don't think so because I believe the games get sold out anyway. Like, there's a lot of interest over there. Um, now, obviously, the Jaguars always get one um, because of their, you know, interest in London. But I don't... I don't think it's the individual teams. I think it's, you know, like how much revenue would they bring? I think it's more like everyone kind of gets a turn. No, but we're, then, talking, we're talking about people losing a home game, right? Because Jacksonville, that, that, oh. that pool would lose. Like, because their stadium now, granted, I right. assume, with Urban, with Trevor. Tabell, of course. Yeah. With Tabell, uh, we assume that there's going to be more tickets sold for that team because there has to be uh, general interest, I would assume, has spiked down there. But for a while, they had the tarps and everything like that. So sending them to London, I don't think was losing. As, you know what I mean? Like, Does that go into it right. at all, you think? Is there any conversation around that for which home game is whose? I, I don't. I don't know firmly the answer to that. Um, I just know that everyone sort of gets a turn. So, like, everyone has to lose a home game at some point. And the next CBA, or the next, I should say, the next schedule next year, 2022, I believe there's going to be, like, a, a more of a set rotation as far as just who goes over there. Uh, okay. So I don't think that t- gets taken okay. into account. But I do know the Jaguars to basically work this into their program where every year, except for last year, um, you know, every year they basically, uh, the Jaguars go over there. All right, we got to get out of here. We appreciate you so much. You're the best, ladies and gentlemen. Host of a great show that is currently on hiatus. Oh, Rap Sheet and Friends. So Mr. Rap Sheet himself. Is it dead? Oh, R.I.P. Whoa, no, whoa, whoa. Not dead. I'm just, you know, we'll see. It's, we'll see dead. it's in a coma. Holy shit. Is happens. it on life support right now? Is it, do we need to clear the whole thing? Uh... See, I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not, I was going to make a joke, but I'm not going to. Um, so it is on life support. Uh, but I, again, similar to the Aaron Rodgers situation, uh, I, haven't, I haven't ruled out anything and I've seen podcasts come back from worse. Hell yeah. Ian Rappaport. Yeah! Right, Thank you. AJ, listen. You have proved to be an incredible college football, high school college football player, college football player, NFL uh, football player, medium mogul. Oh, yeah, man. I time. mean, Big medium. Time. But now with the booking of our next guest, yeah. this is the first time this lightning rod electric human has ever been on this show, AJ. Did you know that? This is his first time coming on the show. No, I assumed he actually been on the show before. Me too. Want, want to let you know, had been conversation in the locker numerous times. <laughs> Need to get the <laughs> on the show. And now with, through your booking, with you texting him, asking him, uh, being a Super Bowl champion alongside him, ladies and gentlemen, joining us now, former legend in Green Bay, I'd assume still legend in Green Bay, an insider to the Aaron Rodgers news saga, ladies and gentlemen, John Kerr. 
How are you, pal? Look at AJ. Look at AJ pulling pulling guests now. He's just he's just an all round uh, stud on this show. Oh, yeah, he is. He is. And, and by the way, he was just stumbling around the Masters all by himself too. I mean, texting John Coon, getting him on the show, stumbling drunk around Augusta all by himself. Uh-huh. AJ is peak performance right now uh what was he like as a teammate i assume your locker room now that we've known aaron a little bit aj i know him a little bit more you're in there was that in uh sitting we uh, oh yeah, yeah. learn about Josh sitting lang. and uh tj lang i think was there as well that locker room you guys had to have one of the closest i'd assume the locker room got along very well there in green bay and had to be one of the most ridiculous locker rooms as well oh yeah i mean we had a tremendous time and let me tell you what you guys get out of aj here it's such a watered-down version of A.J. Hawk in the locker room. This guy, and this is the reason why I had to send him the uh, the spider text, because I couldn't believe he didn't know about the spider shells. Because I hate because they're guy, terrible. They, they're useless, well, that's why. Oh, because this this guy, he was 100% every time, full go, didn't matter what was on the practice field, throwing his big head into you, oh. hunting you, scratching you. He did everything. This guy was an absolute lunatic on the field so I, I couldn't believe he didn't know the spider shell so you guys had a lot of run-ins i assume fullback middle linebacker and aj doesn't know how to practice and all of a sudden coon's got to handle that thing iron sharpens iron though right i mean that's how you got to look at it well i told aj all the time man brother-in-law man brother-in-law we've been at this for a long time slow down a little bit <laughs> aj you couldn't you couldn't turn that motor down on him though he was a nut okay coon let's get right to it you broke news last week when you said there's absolutely a chance you think this thing gets done brett Favre said hey i texted him he told me he'll fucking get back with me later (laughs) you you said you came out and said like hey i've been talking to him you think there's do you have any update that you're willing to share because it feels like right now maybe nobody really has a clue what's going on behind the scenes except for maybe a few people what are your thoughts on the whole process and how that whole thing's going to turn out over there well, I think just generally speaking, nobody really knows. Nobody really knows except for Aaron and uh, and the organization as to where they actually stand in this timeline. I know for me personally, I know just enough information to get myself in trouble between talking with Aaron, living here in Green Bay, and still being employed uh, with the Green Bay Packers. So I know just enough to really uh, get me. So I got to watch a lot of the stuff that I say here. But what I was really getting at last week is, Speaking from myself and and knowing just kind of the situation and where we're at right now, I do believe there's a chance that Aaron Rodgers come back. I think it's a decent chance that Aaron Rodgers comes back. And really, this whole thing's going to come down to communication for us. Can they can they make him feel the love? Right, like Jerry Maguire. Let me feel the love. And some of that is probably going to be show him the money, and some of that is probably going to be contract. But he needs to feel the love. He needs to feel uh, a certain type of way right now for whatever reason. He just hasn't felt that way in quite some time. Coon, what's it like in Green Bay right now? Like, what are what, we know how how crazy the fan base is? What are they doing? Like, what's it like just going around day to day? Man, people are nuts, AJ. You know it. People are nuts right now. They're 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 thinking up ways to 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 end it all because they don't know what's going to happen if Aaron Rodgers leaves. And then there's the other side that says, "We got rid of one. We can get rid of another. We'll be just fine." No. It's mayhem. It's mayhem right now, fellas. I'm telling you. This town, this state, everybody's turned upside down. They don't know which side of the fence they fall on right now, and they're just all emotional about it. You live in Green Bay full time? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Good. Warriors. Hey, I heard 
I couldn't get enough of the winners. I was about to say, I heard it gets real cold. Now, Indiana, there's not a lot of sun here for like four or five months, but I happened to go up there that week 17 Lions-Packers game and got a chance to experience, you know, like bitter, cold-ass Green Bay, frozen tundra. Maybe it gets worse in January and February or whatever. But you did you... When did you make that decision? When you were playing there? Did you were like, you know what, this is gonna be forever? I love this place. And, and I talked to Ty. I guess you were a Steeler originally. You're from Shippensburg, Pennsylvania. At what point were you like, oh, like I am I am the prototypical Green Bay Pack. <laughs> I am I am the guy. At what point did you realize that and know that that was gonna be home? You know, pretty much when they started yelling my name eighty thousand deep. I was like, <laughs> Shit, I can't leave I can't leave this place right now. But, uh, but in all reality, I mean, I, I was here for nine years with AJ, and it was one of those things where towards the end of my career here, I knew it was getting close. My wife and I decided, heck, we, uh, where do we want to move? Where do we want to live? It's, it's something a lot of guys in the NFL go through. Where are we going to live when we're done playing football? And for us, it was, what's wrong with here? Nothing's wrong with here. So we, we decided to stay. And even when we went to New Orleans, we kept our place here, and we came back here in the off-seasons, which was torture because the off-seasons here is like, the coldest time of year so that was that was insane to do that but yeah i mean coming from pennsylvania to to wisconsin all not not all that much different just a little bit colder and it just seemed to fit our family well ty schmidt coon you you alluded to it eighty thousand deep uh you're one of my favorite packers of all time just a gritty son of a bitch i love watching you play <laughs> you already alluded to it going to uh head to head with jj uh, aj a couple times He's told us how uh, he's had guys that basically have just like disintegrated his teeth into dust. Were you ever getting the best of him, or like you said, I mean, I we kind of know yes, how he, he is. Well, I don't know. I mean, what what were those really like? Look at his head, Ty. Coon, well, take a look at the size of Coon's head. Yeah, but you look can, at your fucking why. jaw, yeah, dude. dude. That's the only reason I couldn't. I <laughs> could not, brother-in-law. If you're not going 100 percent against Coon, he's going to knock you out. You have to just protect yourself. I'm not. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna cut around. We had battles, and it was because AJ would never slow down, so I couldn't slow down. And if it's any point in time, if we could have came to the table and just solved this as men and like talked this through, we probably would have lasted a little bit longer. But the fact that yeah. we never, I think we were both too proud to ever, you know, say. No, okay, well, I'll slow down a little bit, but I need to trust that you're. I don't. I don't know if we fully. Oh, this is awesome! <laughs> this is awesome! You guys, good yep. friends, good friends off the field, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, but yeah. every day at practice, every day at practice, it sounds like, no matter what it was, neither of you would swallow your pride enough to be like, I'm not going 100% today. Neither of you would do that? How many when, when years? You're going to, when you're going against your friend, you have even more. You're like, you, you, you can't let him get you oh, even more. Oh, like, you you harder. But let me tell you something about AJ, okay? So when I first got to Green Bay, AJ was still all swolled up AJ from, yeah, yeah. you know, oh, from the horseshoe, neck. right? Yeah, yeah. He was still enormous neck, like enormous arms, like just big rocked up dude. And trying to go nose to numbers with him was just a grind every single day. But then AJ realized I got chased backs out of the backfield mm. and start covering them on routes. And AJ started slimming down and yeah. AJ started running faster. And that's when I was like, "All right, AJ, just give me a little bit. Just give me a, just give me five more pounds, so I could try and push you a little." Bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's incredible. Was there anybody? That's back in the day when you were a fullback. I mean, that was big bodies. You know, it was a lot of big bodies like AJ was, and then he changed, and the game has changed completely. And AJ, by the way, I don't think he has ever come out and been shy that 
he is a, a crown of the helmet to the chin guy. Yeah. And they might change football, but this is how this is how leverage you is. To. And this is leverage, and this is what football is, is leverage. So USA football and I play football and all that other shit. Do not love when AJ comes out and starts speaking about football. <laughs> but was there anybody that you had to go against yearly that it was like, okay, this particular week, I it is me in a cement mixer. Like, is there anybody through your career that you knew was just going to be, okay, it's going to be a battle on Sunday, Monday, or whatever day of the week it was? Yeah, I mean, we, we had some badass linebackers in the NFC North. You talk about, like, EJ Anderson and Lance Briggs and even, even – people. Our scouts used to come down to the room and say, Erlacher doesn't come downhill. I, I, I used to tell you, he doesn't have to come downhill. He's 275. Like, he, he, can take, he can take one step forward and just be an absolute, you know, stalemate. Like, just kill me with one step. So, I mean, we had, we had real studs in the NFC North to go against, you know, multiple times a year. But AJ will attest to this. We had an absolute maniac on the team by the name of Robert Francois. And I had more hits with that dude at practice. He was in, he didn't care. He had absolutely disregard to the technique, to his own <laughs> lifestyle, to his or my head. I, I mean, mine even less, but he could have cared less about anything. That guy was a grind to go against every single day because he was all about the explosion at the point of contact. And it was, it was tough, man. Those guys make you better. Well, and by the way, I just learned about this person's existence here. I should have known. But that's like somebody trying to make a team, though, like trying to put a, oh, you know, yeah. put a living together for their family. And that's why these OTAs conversation, I think, is such a big deal because a lot of the vets are like, it's not just walkthroughs and this. It's also these turn from, you know, a walkthrough into all one person has to do is a little bit of a spark. And then, by the way, that has to be answered then with a spark. And then if that just so happens to lean into some other people, there's going to be real – because everybody's trying to get a job and a competitive edge and everything like that. This OTAs thing could get interesting. Where do you stand on that whole thing? Because it sounds like the players that had the virtual offseason and then the ramp up into training camp last year loved it. But I don't know if that's a, just an easy thing for everybody to put in, especially because the collective bargaining and all that shit of it, Coon. Pat, I don't remember exactly, and, and apologize for not knowing this, what year you came in. Oh, nine. But they had, we had two a days. Yeah. We had two practices a day with full pads when we were destroying each other and you'd walk to practice you couldn't feel your neck walking down to practice and you knew you had to do it all over again in the same day i i think what the players are trying to do for themselves it's only going to extend careers it's only going to make them feel better it's only going to make the job more enjoyable i don't blame them one bit for trying to get every uh you know square inch that they can in this bargaining deal you got the play, you got the coaches on the other side like we got to get these guys ready. Yeah. It's a tough balance in between the two, but you talk about OTAs. And I can remember a man at the end of his career, Jeff Saturday came to us in Green Bay, very last year of his career, right? And we were in OTAs and that same that same exact man I mentioned a second ago, Robert Francois, came downhill on an A-gap rush, ran straight into Jeff Saturday and Jeff said, "Uh-uh, I'm taking two weeks off, fellas. Pressure, I'm out of here. I'll see you in two weeks. And he did. He said two weeks off. So, I, but, but Jeff was a big union guy. He knew what he was doing. He was setting the stage for the guys now that are playing now. But, yeah, this, this stuff happens, and it's real. And that's why you know the, there's, there's a power struggle right now for how much practice is the right amount of practice. Coon, what about all this? What do you think is going to happen? Like, I don't know if you know if there's how many players maybe going into the facility there at Lambeau to work out. We're hearing different stories about – all of these different teams like did you think that the players were actually going to band together and all not go in person for these otas 
Well, I, I suspected that there was going to be some of that, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I also know, especially for myself, being a an undrafted free agent, when they start saying, hey, we're going to pay you $1,500 a week to come in here and jog around in shorts and spiders on, and I'm thinking to myself, I got $30,000, uh, you know, bill that I got to pay to Shippensburg University, so I better collect this $1,500 for a short period of time while I'm here. I'm going in there and collecting that stuff. So I was really interested to see, can the vets, can the proven uh, old guys with the big voices, can they convince these young players coming out that, that really need this exposure to try and up their chances to make a team? And they need that little bit of cash flow. I mean, when you get that first check with a comma in it, you don't want to turn that thing down. So I was really interested to see how this thing turned out when they come back in. Now, the way the Packers are planning, they're planning for guys to come in here in a couple weeks and start the offseason program, and we'll see if the if the uh, players end up pushing back on that. The Vikings planned on that as well. I think Thielen told us, and it might have been breaking news whenever he told us, they're going back in the building next week amid this whole struggle. They're like, if anybody's back in the building, we lose all leverage. So if another team is working out, like the Patriots allegedly have 50 people in the building or whatever, if other people are doing it, we're losing our leverage and we're not getting as good as that team's getting. So there's teams deciding, which we all knew, hey, Kuhn, we all knew. I mean, we all we were all hoping, you know, we're Good luck out there, but it, yep. I thought it was going to be pretty difficult uh, for Trevor Lawrence to do that speech at the press conference, you know, with Shad Khan meeting him coming off of his plane and saying there, and then Trevor Lawrence saying, you know what, fuck you, I'm fucking out, okay? <laughs> We're changing these OTAs. I've never experienced one. You just paid me like $20 million, but I'm out of here, dude. I didn't know how that was going to work. Uh, it is interesting. Hopefully it'll change some things going forward. Schedule release day. Uh, Kuhn, anything you looked at whenever the schedule was released as a player, bye week only? And what are your thoughts on the potential leaks that have come out thus far? Well, yeah, you always check the bye week. You always check to see when the worst period of your schedule is going to be. Uh, if you have three road games in a row, that was awful. You hated that. Uh, do you have back-to-back West Coast trips, things to that nature? And then you try to see where uh, your easier part of the schedule is, your primetime games and stuff like that. So, that I mean, that's – really that's about it as a player you can't really get too jacked up about a schedule because you know once you get into that season it's going to be a long grind you really wanted that bye week to fall somewhere in the middle that was probably the most important part these leaks are insane man i can't believe the nfl is is cool with this they, they got to be just all up in arms they're supposed to be a big special tonight at 6 30 everybody's blowing the whistle saying this game's here this heck the packers somehow the packers on paper already have six or seven prime time games and, and we don't even know where Aaron Rodgers is going to be this year. It's absolutely insanity. Well, that sounds like the schedule makers think he's going to be in Green Bay. Yeah. Who do the schedule makers know? Okay, let's dive into that conversation <laughs> in sports media. That's kind of how this whole thing pans out. Uh, Boston Connor? Yeah, uh, John, clearly, you know, you're from Pennsylvania. You live in Green Bay. Uh, during the lockout, were you just like laying brick or, you know, <laughs> yeah. being like a demo man somewhere? Or were you just, you know, sticking to the weights? Man, I. I yeah. You're going to love this. I went to the YMCA, oh, and nice. I worked out at the YMCA. Yeah, I'm just in there pounding weights with guys that got wraps around their knees, doing squats with 500 pounds and stuff. And then, you know, they come right up next to the football player that they know the football player is, and, and they start, yeah, yeah, they're, 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 yeah, they're give, getting after me because they're squatting way more than I am in the gym at that point in time. I'm just in there trying to get a good sweat on, not get hurt. I was going to be a free agent that year. Oh, so my wow. most important thing was let's not get hurt. So, okay, I'm going to get a little cardio, go play some basketball at the Y after I work out. Oh, sure. I mean, I took a shot right to the head, got eight stitches in my eye. 
We got to calm that one down real quick. <laughs> I planned on playing pickup basketball as well. And then as soon as they find out who you are, everybody in there is going as hard as they possibly can at you. As hard as they play possibly. basketball. Yeah, me neither. I'm like, yo, come on. What are we? This guy's DM me up like full court. I'm getting a full court press. I'm like, I'm, fuck, I'm just trying to get some cardio. Can I get out of here, please? Uh, Cone, were you a big weight guy? You ate weights? I, big meathead guy still to this day? Yeah, I'm, I'm a pretty big meathead. I'm a, I'm, I'm a basic fullback, right? I mean, you can tell by my background, I'm a pretty basic dude. And uh, I just stay I stay in the weight room 6 o'clock every morning, try and get my mind right and uh, get ready for the day. What do you do? You just put on some hard rock in there and you just start fucking going at it? Is it in the basement? Is this a public gym? What do you do? No, nah, you know, COVID really got me to I, – I was, I was sleeping on trying to get this home gym set up at my house and there's a couple of gyms around town that I go to. I actually just kind of created a training facility for younger athletes here in the Green Bay area. Yeah, let's so go. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Um, ETS Green Bay, we train a lot of you. Oh, that's Thielen. Oh, that's Thielen yeah. too, right? Yeah, yeah. Partner with Thielen. Oh, he, oh, did you good. hear the despicable things he <laughs> said about Lamba? What a classic out of context thing, by the way. <laughs> Thielen woke up to an absolute war and it was completely taken out of context. But I'm sorry. Yeah. Congrats on good opening friend that. Of mine. Good friend of mine, I bashed him on my show too. Like, you just <laughs> you open the green light, you take all the shots, just just start shooting away at him. So, so I did the same thing. But yeah, so COVID got me to to start actually getting some stuff done. I think my wife was pretty happy because now there's not a room with a bunch of junk laying around. It's actually organized somewhat, dumbbells and some barbells and a couple ellipticals and stuff. So. Hell yeah. I would love it. Like AJ in the morning. AJ, what do you do? You listen to death metal in the morning when you're getting after it every morning? No, I don't listen to anything in the morning. My kids are sleeping. And I have to be somewhat quiet. It's called headphones, dude. So every, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wear headphones. I'll wear headphones, yeah. But no, I don't listen to death metal and bang my head off the wall. How come no. he hasn't given back to the community with a gym? Yeah, how come you and Thielen don't have a gym That's in uh, Cincinnati? Because maybe yeah. an indoor practice facility for the Bengals. Why don't you do that? John Coon's giving back to Green Bay. Yes, John Coon's a much better man than I am. Maybe someday. Maybe someday. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, John, thank you so much for your time. You're a legend, dude. Anytime, fellas. I, it was a blast. When's your show on in Green Bay? Uh, nine to noon. It's real. It's got a really catchy headline. Nine to noon with Coon. Oh, oh. nine to noon. There you, with there you go. There you go. Coon, ladies and gentlemen, John Coon. Thank you. But right now, I'm going to tell you it's time to spoil the shit out of your dogs with BarkBox. Two toys, two treats, and a chew. It starts as low as $23 a month for $60 worth of dog chews and toys. It's the best day of the month for our dogs. When their BarkBox arrives, the tails start wagging. Even my Corgi, which has a nub, uh, the tail starts going because it knows what's coming inside. is a gift from the doggy gods, which is BarkBox. Diggs, you have a couple English bulldogs, and they got nubs. They love the BarkBox. Love it. You got to get, and they have the... uh... Uh, the durable toys for the bulldog. Yes, they do. They do have two different types of yeah. toys. If your dog shreds the pieces toys, they have something for you as well. Join now and get a free extra toy in every single Bark Box. That's $60 worth of free toys this year when you sign up your pup and get unique toys and snacks plus a free extra toy every single month. Tailored toys and treats ship free every month. Start now and get 60 bucks in free toys. Unique toys, USA made treats, free monthly deliver and $60 in free extra toys. Go to BarkBox.com forward slash Pat. That's B a-R-K-B-O-X.com forward slash Pat. All right. He's lifting more weights than you right now, or you, you still got him, you think? I mean, he might be. 
Coon is like a, one of those power lifters. He can he can put he can throw some weight around. What if you guys had an Oklahoma drill and it was on the uh, oh, yes. What if you and John Coon was the main event for the uh, in in the undercard was Boston Connor and AJ Dillon yeah. and it was an Oklahoma yeah. uh, uh, Oklahoma fest. You should do that drill that those two kids on the internet did yesterday. And then oh, everyone attacked shit, them. The people are not happy. No. <laughs> people are not happy. <laughs> hey, listen, people were pissed at Tebow yesterday. Yeah, yeah. they were more. That quickly changed whenever a. A video hit the internet of a training, uh, a practice where one particular guy with the ball is probably going to be in the NFL, and another probable future not football player. Maybe, maybe this, maybe this changes everything. But it no, feels, no, no. One had a lot more aggression than the other. Uh, crown of helmet, two jaw, gone, kid. Yeah, yeah obliterated. Internet immediately goes, why is a four-year-old doing this drill? (laughs) The brain in the skull has not even fully developed. People are thinking that that potentially is a problem. I agree with them. That's insane. But then immediately upon watching that, I thought to myself, if Axel did that, AJ, you would probably celebrate this Uh thing. Pat on the butt. No, I don't think. Well, first off, the defender is set up for failure here in this drill. you got to be kidding me. Just The person gets a running start at you while you're running at an angle trying to like stop and redirect yeah it's a terrible drill i, I think yeah. the internet said that this was one of the worst drills they've ever seen hope that kid is okay by the way also hope that kid isn't scared to death of football for the rest of their life because yeah. of this situation that happened the the football people on the internet basically came out and said whoever these coach sean merriman i said he said he wants to go against a coach yeah. in the same drill <laughs> yeah. you know like one of those like uh <laughs> one of those like remember whenever um that that fighter, the mixed martial arts guy with MTV. Oh, uh, boy, would, beat that. Bully beat that. <laughs> would show up and just beat him. Sean Merriman and others were like, they want to do that with the coach that put that kid in that situation. Not good for football, but my immediate thought was, if that was Axel, I assume AJ <laughs> would be like, listen, not good, but you saw, that's how you got to tackle. Yeah, yeah. That's how you got to tackle. That's what you would have said, Get your AJ? ass downhill. No, I mean, that... The, Credit to the kid with the ball in his hand. He definitely got hill, downhill in a hurry, and he led with his face and head. So probably uh, not the way they tell it to you. Uh, by the way, that kid I think has it. You know, like, yeah, oh yeah, certainly looks like yeah, it. it is. He might be on the high school. You team. know, terrible. I, would, I want to say terrible drill, but yeah, I think that kid has it. I think that, that kid has it. Yeah. I mean, maybe. Yeah, you should never be doing that drill. And if you do, you should probably tr- try to pair him up a little more even than that i guess oh with mindset and physical and size and speed and people that are, it looked like the one kid that got ran over didn't really understand the drill he, he could have been their starting it. middle linebacker you don't know hey well the thing the problem is he he i don't think he is no i think the kid with the ball is <laughs> probably, probably is. <laughs> <laughs> i hope that kid's okay obviously yeah, yeah. we think uh-huh. he is that's why he went on the internet drill is terrible but they i mean they that was that's supposed to be a sideline tackle and then they told him also square him up too like i don't even know how what was the end game of that whole thing you know what i mean it looks like they're trying to like simulate like angle tackling but i don't know if the guy can turn put his foot in the ground and get up get downhill like that i mean yeah what are you gonna the little kid his only chance there would have been just to go low and chop the dude's ankles out can we talk about the kid though that did the run over with the ball hey yeah man he's a talent that bam was already looking he's got the mindset of like hey i am gonna is hey aj said this to us he said, bull in the ring, Oklahoma drills. I had to get into the mindset that if the only way to survive this thing and not get killed is to kill other people, I'm going to have to kill other people. That's right. Yeah. And that kid has that at, what, four years old or mm-hmm. whatever? 
Hit kid's going to be good. I think AJ was on to something there. Got to go low, he said. Uh, take their knees out because that age, the, you know, ACLs, they'll just repair themselves. Uh, they'll yeah, just heal. Right. I agree. Two that's weeks. What, we assume Not that even. kid's okay, by the way, because he is young in that whole thing. Yeah. Can't thank you enough for choosing to listen to this show. If you're listening to this right now, we might be on a plane. Uh, we might be at work. Go ahead and tweet us. Say hi. Hashtag in a pod squad. We got a chance to see a lot of people. Shout out to the, the people driving out there with yeah. us. Shout out to people working their asses off. Whatever the hell you're doing, we appreciate you so, so much. Uh, be a friend, tell a friend, Ty. Um, please play some independent music and repel these people on a beautiful Wednesday, knowing that there's a massive Thursday tomorrow. Oh, huge show tomorrow. All right, let's get to it. 